You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You don't just live in your home, you live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. The 76ers are back at home, and on Saturday, they'll be in the national spotlight against the Los Angeles Lakers. It's a big challenge. They're playing really well. It's going to take you know, every single guy. LeBron, I am amazed at how good he is for as long as he has been good. As a team, we execute the game plan well. The coaches, they're working all day. We're going to see how the game goes, but of course, when you play against LeBron James, it's going to be a lot of challenging on the court. I think we're going to figure that out. We preview a big primetime pairing with the purple and gold with our digital reporter, Lauren Rosen, on this episode of The Broadcast. How you doing out there, 76ers pod people? Brian Seltzer bidding you hello once again. Thanks, as always, for checking out another episode of the podcast. Or if you are a first-time listener, welcome aboard. Yes, the 76ers, they have a major matchup coming on Saturday at the center against the Los Angeles Lakers. Annually, one of the most anticipated dates on the home schedule but certainly so this year with the 76ers and the Lakers both playing at the level that they are to the top contending teams for this year's NBA title you would think the Lakers staking their claim on the Western Conference past the halfway point of the season with a record of 36 and 9 four and a half games in the lead for first place out west we'll dive into the details of the game with our digital reporter Lauren Rosen Lauren will also give us a recap on some of the storylines that emerged from the Sixers' most recent road trip against the Knicks, Nets, and Toronto Raptors. But before we get going, a reminder that to subscribe to the podcast, you can go to legit anywhere you get your pods, type in 76ers Podcast or Sixers Podcast Network, and that will take you to our feeds. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Pods, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Whatever it is, Sixers Podcast Network, 76ers Podcast, use those as your key phrases for searches, and then our humble feed should surface in your search engine. Lauren, good to not just have you back on the podcast, but back on 76ers ground proper. It's been a while. It has. It's been a minute. I apologize to anyone listening to this for the scratchiness happening in my voice. 
I can promise it was much worse a few weeks ago, which is part of why you haven't heard from me. I wouldn't say scratchiness. To me, it just sounds perhaps not quite as full or strong as it normally would. Tell the people, what have you been battling and enduring? We're getting there. I had the flu despite getting the flu shot and making all of our coworkers also get the flu shot. And then afterwards, I got laryngitis, couldn't quite come back from it um, due to a lot of travel, uh, lost my voice entirely for like two weeks, and have been on the mend ever since. In the grand scheme of things, it could be much worse, but it was certainly irritating. You want to be on the team plane for the grub, for the chocolate chip cookies. As far as the air quality, it's a different scenario. It's a different thing. I would imagine it's better air quality than a commercial flight, though. Or do you think it's all bad? I think if people are dealing with with some sort of midwinter virus, it's a plane's a plane. A plane's a plane. Um, Well, for what it's worth... Uh, not being on the plane has has not spared people from being sick or ill. I think it's just that time of year. So the Sixers were on the road. They have been on the road a bit. They're going to be on the road a bit more. Before we look ahead to the big Saturday night primetime game against those Los Angeles Lakers, why don't you give us a a recap, as it were, of your trip through the Atlantic Division, uh, stopping at New York City against the Knicks and then across the bridge to the Brooklyn Nets and then up north to Toronto. I mean, obviously, you have to start with the fact that it was great to get a couple wins on the road, under our belts, short-staffed. I think the fact then beyond just getting those wins, it's great to see different players shine on different nights. Because as we know, when playoff time comes around, that's going to be really important. So uh, especially to see Ben in in Brooklyn just have this this career outing. Simmons with a one-hand tap for two. Ben Simmons is dominating this late section here of the third quarter. Brett said after the game he just wasn't going to let the team lose, that he had something about him. Um, His first 30-point triple-double in his career, he and Matisse shared nine steals, nine of the team's 12 steals. That was a cool game because the team was down. They fought back. We had a huge game from Ben, great contributions from others. That was probably the highlight of the trip. Um, And then going to Toronto – a challenge, even with Josh Richardson, then losing Josh. It was good to see some of the younger guys step up. We got some minutes out of Shake Milton, which we haven't seen in a while. So that was good to see. But in the end, the healthier home team was able to pull it out. But overall, a good trip. I think a good trip for basketball and a good trip for morale. I think the tone that Brett Brown struck after the game in Toronto was totally appropriate given the circumstances i thought that we competed uh there was a physical difference i felt from them to us as the game started to you know get going in the fourth period like they they, i I give them credit you know when you play in june there are lessons that you learn that spill over into the regular season and there's there was a physicality to their game that that you felt and you know, we, we got Matisse and Furk and Shake and Norvell and the young guys that are feeling what it's like to play against an NBA champion. And uh, we, will, we will come out of this thing, um, I think, more realistic of what it really takes to play uh, as deep into the calendar as we hope to. You know, you had guys who were thrust into action that, as you alluded to, especially someone like a Shake Milton, 
probably wasn't expecting to play over 22 minutes at a game, the second most he's ever played in a game as a 76er, had been with the team in terms of an on-court role consistently for a while. But, you know, they I thought that they fought against the Raptors. Um, it was a pretty competitive game. It certainly got off to a great start. And Toronto was a little bit healthier playing at home. Toronto wins that game. Okay, you know, they'll meet up again at some point uh, at the center within the next couple weeks, and the home team has held serve every single time. But I agree. I thought it was great to see wins on the road, and especially the way the 76ers got them. Um, We know that the team wants to be based around defense and built around defense. They really locked down in the fourth quarters of those games against the Knicks and the Nets. Absolutely. Um, And I think that that's, Brett's been saying it all year long, the defense has to start it. I think the players are really buying into that. That's something that uh, Coach Brown expressed at practice one of the days. They all ran together, but he said that he feels like the team has sort of earned the right to start winning more um, and to just play better as a unit through all the good days. He's been talking a lot about good days adding up. And then you heard some of the players using that same messaging in their own media availabilities, which makes it seem like they really are all buying into these count up as many good days as possible, let defense uh, inform your offense. Um, And I think they all are just proud of themselves for the work that they've put in because overall they are starting to see some rewards coming from that hard work. I feel like I'm probably guilty as charged, but I feel like you're a great case in point. The more time you spend around Brett Brown, the more you begin speaking like him. I think that's probably true across the board, yes. Well, we cannot let a look back at the road trip pass us by without highlighting the continued excellent play of our man from Turkey, Furky with the Turkish touch, Furkan Korkmaz, riding a career-high streak of five straight games in double figures and continuing to shoot the ball rather well. This has been a great two weeks for Furkan. A really good, a really, really good thing to see from Furkan, and I think Not only is it great to see him succeed, but it's awesome to see his teammates rally around him, to see Brett express this pride. Um, I asked Brett during one of his media availabilities in Brooklyn. He had mentioned that Furkan has this fearlessness about him. He said Furkan played unafraid. Did you always know that he had this sort of fearlessness in him? Um, you, 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 you could sense that. Yes, you could. Like if you even just studied for a second him playing with his national team, he was never afraid to make a play. And... You know, we all sort of look at him make shots. When, when I take a deeper dive, w- watch what he can do in a pick and roll. You know, watch some of the clever passes he can make out of a pick and roll. And he's six foot six. You know, so it's not like he's he's small trying to look over look over people. A lot of times he he looks over them. And I feel like uh, you know that side of his game doesn't get talked about a lot. We all see him make shots, and defensively, you know what I think of his improvement. But he's always kind of had that inner confidence where. Um, he, he's not afraid of the moment. And now we're starting to see what Brett is talking about with this confidence that he has, whether it was that last shot in Portland or now these this string of great games that he's had at another game winner to his belt uh, when we were in New York. And it's awesome. I mean, it, c- it couldn't be happening to a better dude. Also, while you were in New York, you had the opportunity to accompany a couple of the players on a very exciting excursion of edification and uh, broadening of horizons and just it sounded like a place where two 
great humans who happen to play basketball professionally could blend in with the crowd. So why don't you give us some insights as to what your trip to the Strand Bookstore was like? It was phenomenal. So we took Matisse Theibel and Tobias Harris to the Strand Bookstore, which is a bookstore in New York City that was open in 1927, so now almost 100 years old. This is a bookstore, yeah. This is a bookstore. Like I said in the car. There's a big difference. I know, and I said this was a bookstore. Add to that. No, you said it was a library. It is the largest independent bookstore in New York and one of the oldest still-running bookstores in the country. Um, it was really phenomenal because those are two players, Matisse and Tobias, who appreciate literature on a very high level um, and aren't shy about it. So to take them to this bookstore that has this rich history and such a variety of of options and then to see them light up and get really excited about being there was special because I think not that many people get to see what they're interested in off the court and just how normal they are, how they can walk into a situation that makes anyone that likes books excited and be really excited about it. So that was really special. Uh, they say they want to go back. So maybe, maybe the strand has earned some new regulars. Um, maybe the coolest thing though, was the, the New Yorkers just, they are unfazed by celebrity, which I thought was cool. And I think that the guys enjoyed as well. I think we were there for almost two hours. They were approached once and it was packed. So it was pretty, it was just cool to see them uh, embrace a different side that we don't get to see as often. The setting, no question about it, seemed neat and different. But the bigger picture story is, is it appears as if there is a genuine big little brother relationship at work, correct? Absolutely. Uh, Matisse doesn't have a big brother in real life. And so there's a lot of joking involved between the two of them, a lot of back and forth and banter, hey. as is the case with real life brothers. You know, Bobby, that's my guy. You're just a rookie. But beneath that joking sort of facade is a really strong bond, I think, that they've started to grow. And I think Matisse really trusts Tobias and can look to him as a role model, as someone who's been through things that Matisse is going through now and has been really successful. And then I think Tobias really enjoys being that sort of mentor or positive influence on Matisse because he sees a lot of himself in Matisse. He said he hopes that when Matisse has been in the NBA for nine years, that he's treating the rookies the way Tobias is doing now. And I just think that it was really cool to get to see that. Um, and they were very gracious, and we were really lucky to get to be a part of it. So shout out to them. Awesome. Now we had some great content from that visit to the Strand Bookstore with Tobias and Matisse already pushed out on our channels, but some more good stuff on that still to come, so be on the lookout on all your Sixer social feeds. Lauren, hang tight. We will get back to this very fine chat in just a minute. I know that you're aware of this, but in case some of the people out there in podcast land are not... A date worth circling on your calendar is March 9th, 2020, and that is the date of the 5th annual Sixers Youth Foundation Evening on the Court Gala presented by VIP Wireless. 76ers players, coaches, and alums will be at the 2300 Arena in South Philly for a night of fun as the entire organization works to create a brighter future for the leaders of tomorrow. 
You too can help our youth develop into the next generation of innovators by donating now. Visit SixersYouthFoundation.org gala to support today. Once again, the fifth annual Sixers Youth Foundation Evening on the Court Gala is going to be March 9th, 2020, presented by VIP Wireless at the 2300 Arena in South Philadelphia. All right, so the 76ers, they were idle on Thursday, a well-deserved day of rest after being on the road for five days. Set the scene for me Friday when the team regrouped at the training complex in Camden in lieu and ahead of Saturday's big game against the LA Lakers on ABC, part of the ESPN NBA primetime package. I saw a lot of cameras, a lot of people. It was a crush of media. When the Lakers come to town, you notice. Uh, I think, I mean, obviously, the morale was high for the majority of this trip, and it was nice to see. It seemed like that carried over to practice. Obviously, they're relieved to be at home, but I think the team is very together right now, um, which is something you'll hear coach say, you'll hear the players say, and that's always nice to see. And then, obviously, the other big difference was Joel being a full participant in practice um, and expected to continue progressing and and be back relatively soon so I think there was the excitement of being home there was the excitement of having him back in the gym and then obviously the excitement of having one of the league's best uh, coming into town so it was pretty buzzy I would say is buzzy a word buzzy sure in this case absolutely (laughs) any words we want to use here on the podcast we can use well why don't we stay on the guy who will not be playing in Saturday's game for a moment Joel Embiid He was named an NBA All-Star Game starter for the third time in as many years. On Thursday, he is just the eighth player in franchise history to start in a minimum of three consecutive All-Star Games. What was his mood like? We haven't heard from him for a while. Well, I think, again, he's a competitor. We know this about him. He's relieved to at least be back in the gym, getting in reps, being with his teammates. It was great. Uh, You know, just trying to get back into it. Uh, You know, just making the progress uh necessary um but it's great i can only imagine how difficult it is to be such an important part of this team but also an important part of this league and have to watch from the sidelines that can't be easy um and he was in high spirits he was pleased with with the all-star nod i thought it was really nice though he said he was excited about the all-star nod but he was even more excited to see pascal siakam also become a starter on this all-star team a lot of us uh, don't get that opportunity so I was happy, uh, was excited. I was more excited about, you know, Pascal, uh, you know, two guys from Cameroon. You know, we barely started playing basketball uh, about nine, eight, nine years, uh, nine years ago. Uh, so to see us, uh, you know, especially our starters, means a lot. Uh, I think it means a lot. Uh, I'm proud to be, you know, from Cameroon and from Africa and we, and we present it. I thought that was a really cool thing to hear him say was that, yes, he was excited for himself, but he's even more excited for his buddy. Um, and you just, you love to see it. 76ers will be going forward without Joel Embiid and without Josh Richardson in Saturday's game against the Lakers. The Lakers are 36-9. and This will be the final stop on a five-game road trip, most of which has been played in the Northeast. They are 3-1 and are the Lakers on this road trip. And perhaps to the surprise of no one, with the likes of LeBron James and Anthony Davis and Danny Green, they have been outstanding. James averaging just over 25 points, 7.5 rebounds, and nearly 11 assists per game, shooting just under 50% from the field. 
Here's what Prep Brown had to say following Friday's practice about the King. I have been in the league to see LeBron, you know, come in the league, and, and we, we, we beat Cleveland a long time ago in an NBA championship, and I've seen the evolution of him. I, I stand back, and I am amazed at how good he is for as long as he has been good for the duration of his time in the NBA, how he handles himself, you know, with, with kids and the media. He doesn't ever seem to, like, feature at stuff going on at 2 in the morning and on the next, you know, the next day's uh, front page. I think he's class, and he's a champion, and he's incredibly important to our league. And obviously, any time LeBron James comes to town, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be a challenge, but... Something that felt like a through line from Brett to Al to Joel, the, the people who spoke today, is that they really embrace these sort of challenges. And we've seen them play really well at home against really good opponents. And so I think that the spirit is high. They're ready for the challenge. They're going to welcome it. I thought it was interesting that Brett Brown said specifically that Matisse would be bearing a lot of a defensive load tomorrow, which we, of course, expect. But that's got to be a huge moment for a rookie to go up against not only the King, but also a team that has Anthony Davis that's been so successful. Uh, so it should be an exciting matchup. Then there's also the factor for the Lakers that they have some size on the front line. I mean, there's LeBron James, and he is at the top of the scouting report, no question. Or is he actually, when you think about it more? Because then there's Anthony Davis, who's putting up around 26 points, nine rebounds, two and a half blocks per game, shooting over 50% of the field, clearly taking the Lakers to another level. And not only do the Lakers roll out Anthony Davis, but they could also roll out Dwight Howard. So if you have the two of those guys starting, the 76ers are shorthanded, someone like Joel Embiid, then how will the Sixers go about the front court matchup that the Lakers present? Well, this has to be one of the things that Elton Brand was thinking about uh, over the summer when we went after Al Horford, who's been playing really well recently and is heading into tomorrow's game, the ultimate professional as he always is, sort of welcoming the challenge, but also acknowledging the fact that it will be a challenge. Oh, it is. Uh, they're playing really well. It really is going to take you know every single guy to, to come in there and... and and um, do their thing and um, to, to give us a, a chance to win. I think this will be a really exciting opportunity for Horford and also a moment to really step back and be grateful that we have Horford. Another big man that the Lakers can roll out there is JaVale McGee. Now, he didn't play in the game that the Lakers had on Thursday in Brooklyn because he was dealing with the flu, so he could be back out there. They typically do bring Dwight Howard off the bench, but there is that possibility that it's going to be Anthony Davis out there and another player with considerable size and strength in the front court. So we'll be standing by to hear what Brett Brown does with the starting lineup. There's a veteran like Mike Scott who could assume the spot at the four. Maybe Tobias plays a little bit farther down low defensively. Give Al Horford the minutes at the five possibilities it will be it will be interesting but we also saw them have a lot of success uh, on this road trip playing small so maybe when they zig will zag I, I really I'm not a basketball coach and this is why uh, but you have to imagine Kyle O'Quinn could see some time this weekend maybe even Jonah Bolton uh, in the absence likely of Norvell Pell so I think it'll be an interesting opportunity, especially for those youngsters to sort of get more minutes, get their feet wet, and, and take on a challenge. And as you said, who knows, perhaps someone like a Ben Simmons could resurface playing at the five for a bit. So the Sixers, this begins a stretch looking ahead where there are some challenging games on the horizon. Initially, at the start of the year, when every team was healthy just about, 
you were looking at a Lakers-Golden State Warriors stop at home and thinking, whoa, this could be a real challenge. Now, we knew Klay Thompson at the time wasn't going to be playing, but now there's no Steph Curry, and the Warriors look entirely different. But then it's out on the road for four more for the 76ers, stopping at Miami, at Boston, and also the Bucks. not even necessarily in that order. It's going to go Atlanta, Boston, back down to Miami, two days off, then the Bucks. I mean, you're talking about between Miami, Boston, and the Bucks. Those are three out of the four teams ahead of the 76ers in the Eastern Conference standings. It is going to be a very formative time for the team. Uh, I liked the way that Josh Richardson put it, actually, uh, prior to the game in Toronto. He said that when you're facing, maybe everybody knows, sees it this way, but it was the first time I had heard it, when you're facing one of those teams that you're sort of battling with, uh, jockeying in the standings, he says that those all count as two. Um, and I think that we're going to have a lot of games coming up, especially on that road trip, that are going to count as two. So you could see the Sixers end up in a very different position in the standings. Um, you could see them end up in the same position in the standings. But either way, it's going to be some great basketball, and there are going to be some challenges that they're going to have to rise to. 76 are looking to stave off a season series loss to the Miami Heat, looking to sweep the season series against the Celtics, and aiming to take a 2 nothing advantage in the season series against the Bucks. So all enticing storylines on the horizon. It's going to be some great stuff. You can expect nothing less. Always a great report. Thank you, Lauren. I don't know if I can say great, but you are most welcome. All right, that'll do it for this episode of the podcast. A reminder that every day following a 76ers game, win, lose, or otherwise, you can check out a Rewind episode of the podcast in your feed, so be on the lookout for that. Thanks a lot to Lauren Rosen for taking the time to sit down and chat. Thanks to you for listening, and we will speak to you next time here on the broadcast. See you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. 
For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.